0: And welcome to TV Times 3, episode 297. On this episode, we've got some cancellation and renewal news, and then we'll talk about the series premiere premiere of Wicked City, the fifth season premiere of Grimm, and recent episodes of Gotham, Scandal, and Supergirl, plus a brief reality check and some TV recommendations at the end. You can find full show notes with start times for each segment at TVtimes3.com slash two ninety seven. I'm Amory from my take on TV.com.
1: I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com, And this week we have joining us.
2: And I'm Claire from T V with a Hello, Claire. Hello. Thanks so much for
0: having me. Thanks for joining us. I do I'm gonna bring it down for a minute because I <laughs> did wanna I'm I'm in a great mood, but I did wanna comment uh tv podcasting tv in general kind of lost a good guy this week i don't know if you both knew him do you know sean daly he was the guy in charge of the nuts for Jericho t- campaign
1: of course i know who sean daly is Amrit. that's where we started well, talking about I tv
2: i didn't know claire knew him <laughs> i didn't personally but i know who he was so but the reason that jason
0: and i kind of started a podcast really where we started talking was on his blog talk radio and he passed away unexpectedly last week and so i just wanted to kind of say because he was a person that kind of brought Jason and I together and kind of created TV Times 3 without realizing it. I just wanted to comment and say this is kind of for him. He was a great guy and it sucks that he's gone.
1: Yeah, it was weird. I saw, I saw your post yesterday that that had happened and then Facebook popped up to memories thing and it, yeah. was, it was seven years ago or six years ago that Sean and I became Facebook friends
0: Facebook has a great way of reminding of the worst moments.
1: Yeah. It reminded me that we had, that, that we became Facebook friends on the same day that <laughs> I that found were, out that he had passed away yeah. earlier. Le, yes. So week. he's
0: a great guy yeah. and we'll miss him. And that's my sad moment for the day, unless you count talking about Wicked City. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, as you said, Emery, that was uh, yeah, sad news to to hear and that we had started being guest on his blog talk radio show talking about TV Mm. the summer, like leading up to when we all just decided to start a podcast on our own. So
0: yes. So thank you, Sean in news CBS has picked up life in pieces for a full season with a back night order. This is a show for me that I didn't love the pilot and I've said it repeatedly, but I think it's because so much of the pilot was in the trailers but then I started watching the episode, and there was actually jokes that weren't in the trailers that I liked. So the cast is getting better, and I'm glad that they're getting a chance. Yeah,
1: CBS puts out their those, like, three, four-minute introductions to yeah. their series when they pick things up. and
0: Which is great, because it does give you a feel for the show. But then when you watch it <laughs> yeah. the second time, it's like, I've seen this all
2: already. So Sorry. You're saying I should try it, is what? Yeah, you're saying. I do think. I, I think
0: <laughs> yes, okay. I think that Colin Hanks is great, and I think that he's kind of worth giving it a chance. Um, but the rest of the cast really is starting to gel, which is good. So that's.
1: Yeah, I like that one. I like that one too. It's it's pretty good, and the only the only little thing about it is because it's life in pieces, and you get these little snippets. Is every once in a while, even though they're telling an ongoing story the life and pieces that you're seeing are things that are taking place after the last pieces that you're seeing, you know, but sometimes it feels like a story ends and it never gets picked back up again. Mm -hmm. And it feels like it's something that would have like been mentioned again at some point, but then you're just seeing just like these little segments of their life, but they're, the cast is really good and it is pretty funny. So
2: there's that. Normally, I'd say I, I, I don't watch a lot of CBS shows, but now I have to say something happened and I now watch more CBS shows than ever before. Yeah, <laughs> now, I'm, I'm not that hesitant to say, sure, I'll give it a shot. <laughs>
0: I find myself surprised every time I have like the majority of my recordings are CBS. I'm like, what happened? When? I, but anyway, I, I watch them. And Fox has – I'm happy about both of these. Fox has picked up Grandfathered and the Grinder for full seasons with Back Nine Orders. I am glad that the Grinder – I don't know why. It's just like this little thing, but I'm really glad the Grinder was picked up maybe just a couple hours before Grandfathered was. (laughs) For no reason other than I just – I mean I prefer the Grinder to Grandfathered, though I like both of them.
1: Doesn't it just seem like they were just like sitting around and they were like, yeah, we're definitely going to do the Grinder, but – are we really going to yes, pick up But are we really going to do grandpa? Exactly. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, let's do that too.
0: <laughs> yes. So they're both picked up. And uh, somebody asked me yesterday if they should check it out. I'm like, well, at this point, they are getting full seasons. So you'll at least get a full season. And it's not like you're going to get it ripped away from you um, if right. you did like it. So that's that's now I will tell you, people, to now watch them both. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> and and with the grinder, you get, if you're a big TV fan... Which, if you're
0: listening, listening to, to a if podcast, you're, TV <laughs> if you're three, listening
1: to this, you probably, aren't probably a TV are. Probably are, and and <laughs> so the I really like the grinder is because it adds in that sort of spoofing TV. It plays off of the tropes of you know a lawyer TV show. Yes. Uh, in creating some of the comedy situations and stuff like that, with Rob Lowe's character having been an actor on a popular lawyer show, and, and so you. it's just a lot of fun. Overall, but then it has that extra like little thing where it's sort of making fun of, of some TV stuff too. So,
0: yes, HBO has changed its mind and is not going forward with the second season of Brink, of the Brink or whatever it was called. I didn't ever watch it. I had all episodes on my DVR.
2: Well, why? And then
0: deleted it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go.
0: I don't know why I even like. I guess I thought I would eventually watch it or. to ballers because my brother was a big fan of ballers yeah but i deleted both of them before i watched any of them yeah.
1: so yeah oops. this this is apparently the new the new thing is nothing's truly canceled anymore and nothing's truly picked up either it's yes. like nothing's ever truly renewed i'm still Until really you see about the h1 until you see them actually filming, until there's something actually being filmed, nothing is actually So that actually doesn't renewed.
0: mean anything either, because I'm yeah. still butthurt about <laughs> Us and Them from years ago, because that pilot was my favorite pilot that season, and then it was canceled before it even aired. Uh,
1: That's no. true.
2: But this is like a total like unforgettable thing. You're like, wasn't that canceled? Oh, no, it's not. But now it's canceled, but now it's back. So... And, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> as long
0: as you have it, that's my thing. Keep everything in your series recording, and maybe someday it will show up, yeah. or, <laughs> or put old episodes in your like list on Netflix, and then it'll be it'll say new episodes, and you'll be surprised. But so just don't give up on anything.
1: Yes. Yeah, never turn your seri- season passes off <laughs> of I shows mean, the once they're over.
0: A Joe Dirt sequel can be made on Crackle. Like nothing goes <laughs> away, guys. So just keep that in mind. And a center stage three can be made. Things, uh, I didn't even know there was a center damn. stage two.
2: Oh, it was like a direct-to-DVD-type situation, so it doesn't count, really. But this one has everybody, like... Right. People are coming so this back. Is, this is basically, like, the sequel. Yes. <laughs> so
0: anyway, that's a tangent, but... But yeah. uh, <laughs> I liked it. Somebody, it's, it's relevant, because somebody from Dan's Moms is in it. Um, <laughs> that's currently airing. So that's HBO. NBC... Now, this should come as no surprise to anybody who's ever watched any television. <laughs> Truth told, NBC has cut the order of Truth Be Told down to 10 episodes. Now, I would have expected them to cut it down to the two episodes that aired.
1: Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently 10 is the new 13. <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> or 9 if you're the player. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. In a, in a world where they just trim episodes and don't cancel it, I guess the first loser of the season is technically the player because it got
2: fewer episodes than 10. Which is crazy because I feel like, truth be told, should have been canceled like the minute it aired or yes. even before that. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not it's even sure called, how it made it on the air. <laughs> when people still called it, people were talking, that's when it
0: should have been canceled.
1: Yeah, when they were changing the name and changing some of the cast, that's when they should have just went, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do this at all.
0: Yeah. Yes. They don't listen to me when I suggest things.
1: <laughs> but so many shows... I think it's interesting that nothing is getting just, like, pulled instantaneously anymore. They're just like, well, we're going to run it for the fall, and then we'll put some new stuff on in mid-season.
0: I mean, the thing – it's funny with NBC. I guess they're so late in the season now because they both premiered so even late into October that it's like, well, we have no time to really put any new shows on because we don't have time to advertise. Yeah. I like that helps nBC at all
1: <laughs> well, you have to actually have an audience right. to to, God. to advertise to. but
0: well, speaking of NBC now they're going to premiere what Telenovela, which was telenovela when it was picked up when it was or when it was created, when it was picked up and announced at the upfronts it was hot and bothered right. and now it's back to Telenovela and it's premiering with a special preview premiere oh no on December seventh. And then it will premiere officially on January 4th. And then Superstore is going to have its preview premiere on the 30th of November and then come back on January 4th. And I'm like, it just doesn't work. And I don't know how NBC doesn't realize that. Because they're going to watch it. And then if it's not on the next week, people will say, oh, I guess it was canceled. And <laughs> we'll find it again on January 4th when it, renew- like when it premieres. I don't know. NBC, I wonder what they're doing. I I, thought that they had like a thing with if they were going to go towards something like a lot of shows like Blind Spot and The Blacklist and The Player, like that action hour long drama, like they should really be focusing on making them good shows. Yeah. (laughs) And like, and go toward because there's not other networks doing that. Like NCIS, sure, there's like 100 of them.
2: Right.
0: But I mean, with the Chicago shows on top of the action like dramas, like why not spend some time focusing
2: on that? NBC, my advice is Chicago Med, you know, they got stuff to worry about in Chicago. (laughs) Exactly.
0: You a lot of stuff going on in Chicago. So it's a a little aggressive, I think, but. Most notably, my my appearance in Chicago this weekend. (laughs) I'm very excited because I'm going to go stalk the cast of all the shows. Oh, we'll see.
2: That's worth it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, absolutely. That's NBC. And then Netflix has renewed Longmire for a fifth season, which just supports our ongoing Nothing is ever canceled until it's, I mean, I guess until like the lead guy dies. <laughs> and even then that still doesn't mean it's gone. So that's our news for today. Everything that was, that we could find. Uh, any other news that we've come upon in the afternoon since this was listed?
1: No, the the only other news thing was that CBS announced that they're doing a new Star Trek series, but they're they're announcing it now. They're announcing that it's also only going to be on their streaming service mm-hmm. in 2017.
0: Yep, and you're so just you got like,
1: <laughs> you're just like, well, that's going to get me to sign up for your service. I wonder if that gives them time. In a year and a half, or yeah. something. <laughs> like, <laughs> but
0: it, it could give them time to see if the CBS All Access even works, because I don't know that anybody's actually signed up for it.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, I suppose if maybe if they start advertising that you can see all of the other star Treks, you know, <laughs> out there as part of that because it's all cbs it's not just shows that have appeared on cbs it's all cbs studios produced stuff so right it's got the back catalog of tons of stuff uh, out there but yeah they're they're like the one they're like the one place that's just has their own so
0: 2017 will bring the return of one direction and a new star trek
1: <laughs> TV
2: show
0: so you have all of that I to look forward
2: the to. Best year ever. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Just holding out hope. Um, oh, One Direction and your, your, what are they calling it? A hiatus. They're on a hiatus. I don't think they're ever getting back together because I think NSYNC was on a permanent. Hi- it was on a hiatus. Well, <laughs> again,
1: nothing's ever truly canceled, Henry. So I guess it all
0: comes back to that. So that's the news. Prime time. Okay, Gotham. Yeah. is our first show tonight. Gotham season two, episode seven which is actually airing the night that we're talking about it. Um, Rise of the Villains, Mommy's Little Monster. Okay. I have a love-hate relationship with Gotham in that I hate most of it. And I love love very little of it. But what I do love is actually Corey Michael Smith. I think Nygma is one of the best characters because he's so deranged. Yeah. Um, But, like, not in the... Yes, he's violent, and yes, he kills people. (laughs) Most often, accidentally... But he just, ha- like, that character is just handled in a really creepy but awesome kind of way. I love the two sides of him. There are so many other things I don't like, like the limited acting skills of Natalie Allen-Lind, who plays Silver St. Cloud, and David Mazouz is a really, really nice kid. I just don't see the point in having Batman or Bruce Wayne in this show, even though it's about Gotham. Um, but what did everybody think of this episode?
2: I feel bad for Penguin. <laughs> I do too. I I really do. You know, he really rose to the top and was sort of the king of the city. And then now everything is falling apart and even Butch isn't his anymore. And, um, you know, everything that happens with his mom being kidnapped. And it's just um, you sort of feel bad for the guy (laughs) in some weird twisted way. Um, Yeah. But, you know, it's funny because when I first started watching – the first season I sort of fell off and I was like kind of bored and annoyed with Ben McKenzie's like cartoon looking face and um <laughs> you know um and now I I caught up in time for the season premiere and I started really liking it but now again I'm sort of back to falling off but there are certain characters that I really like like you know Nigma and and Penguin um so I feel like we'll we'll have to see what happens with him because I feel like now um that you know James Frain has come in and sort of taken over. What will happen to him next? I don't know. We'll and see. James, James Frain is Frayn. just laying it on so thick. I know, and I don't like Jessica Lucas oh, like me at either. all. And like, not. It's not even just the character; it's her in general. And so I just mm-hmm. don't like. You know, um, and uh, where was Barbara this last episode? Like, I missed her. She plays crazy, like amazing.
0: <laughs> yes because that's a character that I was just like I can't stand Barbara and then she right. went crazy yes. and it's like okay I'm 100% on board for her.
1: Yeah they they finally gave her like something to actually to do and yeah. <laughs> and that's that's been fun but I think the whole show is everybody just sort of going over the top. Yeah. Like every everything is to the extreme. Yeah. Uh, and all this rise of the villains and all this stuff that's that's been happening it's just sort of gone Full force into, you know, into that side of things. There's no, there's no real investigations taking place. There's yeah, just there's yeah. just these a bunch of bad people. I did like in this episode that at least the cops finally realize who's really behind stuff. Right. Even though it's sort of too late to to do anything. I did like the, uh, even though they just sort of willy nilly kill anybody and everybody. I did like the attack of the penguins, you know, where it was
2: was really fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Where it just was a whole bunch of people dressed up like him so that to cause, you know, all kinds of confusion and and commotion. But some things that bother me in these types of things is you have Jessica Lucas's character who is a crack sniper yet when she shoots penguin (laughs) Yeah. Only she makes- gets him in the shoulder on the, you know, like on the right shoulder so he can get away. And you're just yep. like, really? <laughs> she just, she tagged the other guy at like a few hundred yards, like right in the head. Right. And then can't, the, while he was moving. Yeah. <laughs> penguin standing still and she only gets him in the shoulder. And it's that type of stuff where they create these situations and. People get out of them, but for this completely stupid thing, like Penguin should have been dead, right? Yeah. In, in this one here, but they can't kill off, you know, that, that character. Well, they already killed
0: the Joker, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Which to me, I mean, that was a genuine shock. I will say, I did, you know, building up that Jerome was going to be some kind of, you know, he was very Joker-like. It was a shock to me to see that they did off him. So, I mean, they can shock. It's funny to me that this season. Like my my issue with the show last season was how over the top Fish was and how Jada Pinkett Smith was playing it. But it's funny that now this season
1: That they replaced her with that they like replaced five her people with going over the
0: top going over the top <laughs> and it's like maybe I gave Jada Pinkett Smith like I didn't give her enough credit. I don't she was in a show that Bruno Heller wanted to do and everybody else wasn't. I don't really understand. But I don't know. And I, I commented on Twitter today. There's 400, you know, series regulars in that cast. And Nicholas Diagosto gets to do, like, he comes in and gets to introduce Galavan. (laughs) Okay, there's my role. I'm a series (laughs) regular, but I'm just here to announce the new mayor. (laughs) That really annoyed me. And not not that I have, like, strong feelings towards Harvey Dent or this guy. It's just that I felt bad.
1: He had come in earlier and gave him the warrant.
0: Oh, okay. He up true. twice in the episode. So he had two
1: feet. <laughs> like you said, I, I like the the duality of the Enigma character. Mm-hmm. But then things that bother me are he chokes out his girlfriend <laughs> and then doesn't even think to maybe try some sort of CPR or revival <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Just decides to rock her <laughs> and, and be sad that she's dead. Like, well. Things like that that there's just a there's just always something that pops up in a scene here or there, or just the idea that he would come home and find Selena with a gun on his girlfriend and then just let her go. <laughs> <laughs> and I stuff do like, like that. how that scene was handled
0: though because she was like, "Oh, it's just another day. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. What are you gonna do? This is what I'm used to now. I can't do much because I'm pregnant and I have to sit here and pretend I'm not." <laughs>
1: But it's just just weird things like that where people sort of continue to, you know, they've done stuff, but you just sort of let them go.
0: I guess it's like a classic case of pick your battles. Yeah,
1: I don't <laughs> know. Like, just
0: <laughs> just let's do something different today. Let's let Selena go murder someone, and I'll handle something else.
1: Or that's another scene where the one girl, Silver, tells Cat. Whatever,
2: I'm his <laughs> only friend. Oh, yeah. That was so weird and stupid.
1: <laughs> and then Kat gets rid of her, but instead of telling Bruce why she did it, yeah, she right. just says, you know, she's not what she seems or whatever, but doesn't, like, go on to explain further. And so Bruce <laughs> yeah. gets mad at her, and I just go, this is the type of writing that frustrates me because it it's only written that way to create the drama of the yeah. situation where – If somebody just said, like, five more words, (laughs) it would would solve the whole thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, even if Bruce didn't believe her, she could have very clearly said, she called me out and said she's going to kill me and all this stuff. Right. Like, how hard would that be? But I guess they, you
1: know. And then if he doesn't believe her, at least he has the full information to maybe catch something later on as (laughs) he's hanging out with her or something.
0: Exactly. (laughs)
1: Uh, it's so bothersome in shows when they when – you, when you're when you sitting there watching it and you can go, well, that's just so that they can create a problem later. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And, but
1: nobody would nobody would do that in like a real situation. That was what oh, was so geez, frustrating geez. about Fear of the Walking Dead. It's just, it's just like, no, you tell your family what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> you don't say I'll tell you later or <laughs> – or just tell them not to do something and not tell them why in this situation, stuff like that and and Gotham has, seems to have a bunch of those that pop up where you're just not sure how, <laughs> how this going yes how this is going to keep going
0: right I mean, the fact that we're in a second season, I still don't know how like I still don't know how they're going to keep it going, but I watch every episode, yeah. my dad loves it. I wish I loved it more because, you know, Glenn will show up at 8.15. He's like, all right, what are we watching? <laughs> always Gotham. I mean, I learned to love Scorpion. And that's our other Monday night show. I just can't bring myself to love
1: well, that, <laughs> that is quite the doubleheader. You got yes. going there, Gotham, Scorpion. Scorpion.
0: is so, it's insane, but so easy to watch. Like, you don't need to pay attention too much. Until, like, I, totally. <laughs> But so that's Gotham. That's kind of our thoughts on Gotham. I think everybody that watches the show has the same opinions. Like, I don't hear someone being like, I just love
2: what Gotham is doing. (laughs) You just don't. I think they've had some great episodes and maybe some certain characters, but not like the season or series
1: as a whole. Like.
2: No one is being like, oh, guys, I got to get home. Gotham's on. (laughs) Exactly. That's not happening. So,
1: Yeah, at times there's things about it that I like. I like the whole sort of noir type crime story type thing taking place in this fictional comic book world that, you know, turns into where Batman and, you know, Jokers and Riddlers and all these types of things uh, are happening. I like the... It's sort of taking place in now, but it's also sort of taking place in the past. It's got this right. weird thing, like they're watching like these super old-style TVs, yet they have cell phones. You know, yeah, and stuff. Right. It's such a weird world that they've created that I find that type of stuff fascinating. And within that, there are characters that I like at times. And like you said, Claire, there have been some good... Every once in a while, they throw up a really good episode. But a lot of times, you just keep going... Why do yep. I? Why in the in the world of all these shows? Why do I keep watching this one?
0: Yep. So that's Gotham. Wicked's uh, Wicked's. I can't express yeah. my disdain for the show enough. Wicked City, season one, episode one, pilot, series premiere. If ever there was a show that should be pulled from the network before getting their order trimmed, it's Wicked it's, City. Yeah. I
1: just. It started out as only ten episodes. So.
0: Yeah. So they don't really have much way to go. It's funny because it is a show where I pretty much love every actor on it. I think Jeremy Zisto is one of my favorite people just in general. I love Tyson Farmiga because I, you know, I love her. Um, She's a great person and has a great taste in men like my best friend, uh, one of my best friends. And um, I just. But the show, and Ed Westwick, I actually like when he plays these kind of creepy people. And Erica Christensen, I I hated Julia, but I loved her on Parenthood. Mm-hmm. But they bring them all together, and it's like, I I don't know how the show got made. Yeah, basically.
2: I feel the same way, and I I don't know what it it's it's so many things that make me not like it, but like ed westwick's weird like accent he's trying not to be chuck bass but it's oh this weird i'm not sure what's happening and erica christensen's face like her i don't know her mouth is always just wide open like half the time like when she's not talking and i don't know but crazy and she just stares and you're like okay cool what are you doing like so i'm not really sure that's true because you're like what emotion are you conveying <laughs> yeah. like,
0: to me it just looks like wide-eyed i don't know something Right nothing i
2: don't know, right, and it's also, and I agree, I love Jeremy Sisto, I think he's a fantastic actor, but like in this and plus, like why does that one weird cop have the the suits that match that era, but not him, and then that that other female cop who like I could give zero craps about is like huh. so boring, and she's in so many scenes. I just I, – I, I don't know. It's a lot of the background characters are really not helping either, so. Yeah, and and Evan Ross. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. is that? What's happening? Who said he should be on it? I mean, they
0: literally had a different guy. One of the guys from You're the Worst was originally that character, and they replaced him.
1: Yeah, this is another show that they practically replaced everybody. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. I don't know. I just – I want more for the people I like that are involved. yeah. I want more for us in general. The, I music, just, is, the music is the best. The music part. is fantastic. Well, see, yeah.
1: That's the thing is I think, I mean, I kind of liked it in that I liked the recreation of the time. Hmm. I I like sort of the overall mystery of it in that it's a serial killer case or, you know, sort of a cop's investigating. But there's no who did it. You know who's you You know right. who it is, yeah, I like that they were following the various people involved where you were seeing their lives are like during this time, and I don't know there were things ab- about it that i that I liked, and you're welcome, Amory, for me bringing on Claire. Uh, so that you could have somebody to talk accents and weird mouths. Oh my
0: god! With. I am like <laughs> me and and the only people I ever see talk about accents are me and Miles. And Miles and I will talk about like well, most notably Greg Sulkin from Faking It because his accent's <laughs> terrible. But but and in general, I, I hate when women do American accents that are British or Australian because a lot of times, like Yvonne Strahovski's American accent, kills me. Yeah. But Ed Westwick's accent's so weird here. And yes, mouths. Gina Rodriguez's mouth bothers me. I still love her, but her mouth bothers me. But I that, I noticed that Erica Christian's mouth is always a gape. Yes. What is
2: she shocked at? And I, uh. I mean, I, I there were parts of it that like like at the very end when you know. Uh, he meets that girl at the whiskey or whatever. And Erica was like shows up and she's like, Oh, but I took off work for you, you know? And then, right. like, um, and then he like invites her to whatever's about to happen. Like, I might watch the second episode to see what happens, but I'm not like, I won't be racing home to like watch right. it or anything. I, I won't, if I happen to catch it great. And if it gets better, which it probably won't, I'm really trying hard for this, but it's just, I don't think it'll really do very well. Well, I think the
1: the idea of, well, it becomes the, you know, the serial killer couple type of thing (laughs) is kind of interesting and a little bit different than what you normally get in these types of shows. But I I don't know. I just like, we know going in that it's a closed story of 10 episodes. Yeah. Yeah going to watch this investigation take place and I thought that some of the characters were interesting and I liked the cast and I I was I don't know there was something about it by the end of the first episode that I was like I'm interested in this it wasn't like like you said it wasn't like oh I can't wait till the next episode right it was more of
0: I didn't delete it off the DVR right I I mean I still will watch a second episode
1: and I wasn't that in where most of the reviews and things that I've seen of it was just complete hate for it and complete disdain for it because of the violence against women aspect. And yeah, of course there is a lot of that in, in the first episode, but there's also going to be, I don't know, I guess it's an equal opportunity offender when you bring a woman in to also be a killer. Uh, it's true. Yeah. And, but why there, there was that seeing what like the story going forward was going to be, I was like, yeah, there's a a lot of different serial killer stories. I mean, that's a story that's going to keep happening because yeah. of, that's a go-to for books, movies, TV shows.
0: My complete and utter disdain for the girl who plays Jeremy Sisto's yeah. wife, it all stems back from when I was a huge General Hospital fan. <laughs> and she was on General Hospital and I hated her. So I have trouble watching her in anything else. Oh, and <laughs> I know.
1: So you didn't like when she showed up on Eureka or...
0: Never. I have never liked when she shows up anywhere, but I hear she's a really nice person, which is terrible that I hate her so much, but it's just her character of Christina on General Hospital just was the
1: worst. <laughs> so, so not a Jamie uh, Ray Newman fan, is what you're saying. No.
0: No, I'm not. Sorry, Jamie Ray Newman. Like, you care what I think, but but anyway. So, yes, you're right. I will watch a second episode. Mostly because I do want to see, like, if it can get worse. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm not holding back, guys. I'm not alone. (laughs) So that's my thoughts on Wicked City. And I'm pretty sure it can get worse. So we'll have to see what
1: happens. ABC's like, don't care as long as you're watching. It (laughs) did, like, we don't care what your reason is.
0: So it was like, Forever was like so much better ratings. I mean, quality wise, I love that show. (laughs) Forever. And uh, it was so much better ratings wise, too, wasn't it?
1: I didn't even see really how how well or poorly this did.
0: I know it didn't do that well, <laughs> or it well.
1: I would d- definitely much rather be watching forever in the yeah. time than this.
0: Same. Uh,
1: that would be good.
0: I mean, I just don't like they canceled Body of Proof because for Lucky Seven, bad decision by NBC. ABC. They canceled Forever for this Wicked's not you know not directly for Wicked City or whatever. But that's what ends up in its place. And it's just like, do they watch these shows? Do they read these scripts? Like, how, how does it happen that these are what happened? Like, the, ugh, I just don't get it. I can't even form sentences about it. <laughs> because ABC just doesn't pay attention to things. It's not by Shonda Rhimes. They don't focus any attention to it, and then it fails spectacularly. Anyway, that's Wicked City. Speaking of Shonda Rhimes, Scandal Season 5, Episode 6, Get Out of Jail Free twist. (laughs) (laughs) I do like Brian Letcher very much. I was very happy to see him walk out of the shadows with
1: Rowan. Yeah, I did definitely like the Melly just sort of going all in on the, Well, whatever can get me president, even if I got to get the two people that are directly responsible for killing my son out of jail.
2: I'm going to do it. (laughs) It was a big like I felt like she did a big 180 where like all of a sudden she was shocked to find out that who Rowan was and she thought this whole time she had done this wrong thing. And then she finds out about her son and then poof, all of a sudden she's like, well, I'm going to use it against you. And all of a sudden she just turned evil like super fast yeah. and had them in her corner. And it was just, it was a big twist that I, I sort of should have seen coming, but I I wasn't really expecting Melly to go that far, but you know, it's, it's interesting for sure. I mean, I I do
0: like Fitz and Olivia. I know I don't know. Is it gauche to not to like them? Like, do people hate their their relationship? Because I like them, but I it's think it's my
1: least favorite part of the show. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: same.
1: <laughs> I've from the from the very beginning of the show, it's the thing that I have not liked, <laughs> like that I could care less about, and yet it keeps becoming more and more and more it's and true. more about that. It definitely is more and more on. and more
2: about it. I'd rather have her be with Jake instead of call her calling Jake to talk about Fitz. You know like, I guess
0: she can be with Jake now that his wife's dead. <laughs> Spoiler alert!
2: <laughs> I wish they had used Mia Maestro a lot
1: better than they used her. though. Yeah, Talk about like barely having a cameo and <laughs> almost. It's yeah. It's like you just started to to get to know her a little bit, and I would have liked to have seen her have to interact with you know some of the other people besides Jake in subsequent scenes, you know, like, uh, like the one scene when she shows up at Jake's place and, yeah, and you know, that kind of scene or, or things like that. And then they just, he just finds her dead. Yeah, and now, that's it. And now he's, he's just like, okay. I mean, I'm assuming that Rowan is behind that, <laughs> you know, it's,
0: uh, yeah, they don't give you very many other options that it could have been. Well,
1: since she said that she was working to, while she was in there working to help try and get him out, she was really just trying to be able... She was really trying to kill him. And it's the whole reason she was involved in this. And so I suppose that uh, just another, another reason for Jake and Rowan not to get along. <laughs> I, I don't... Yeah, it's... But the show just continues to spin further and further and further out of control, I think, that this whole season, which, as I was telling you before... I didn't realize I was as far behind as I was. Right. I'd only watched the season premiere. <laughs> and it was on all of our list of things that we were watching. And so I caught up with it and watched five episodes over the weekend.
0: And That's a lot of uh, grandstanding <laughs> <Why>? and speechifying <laughs> to watch.
1: I know. And when you just see it like all there at once, you just go, why am I watching this again? <laughs> now I you You sort of realize I think that's why it was five episodes behind is because I'm not super enjoying the show anymore. The twists keep having to get bigger and weirder or or just doing things for the sake of have you know getting Rowan back out so that you have him to be the bad guy again, uh yeah. you know another you know something to deal with and even if it sort of solves. You know one problem, you know, with the outing of their relationship. I like that. I also like in this world that every senator had something bad (laughs) in their past because it wasn't like it wasn't like just the head of the committees got the got the got the envelopes. It was like they handed out (laughs) like everybody in the place, and they were all like, "Ooh, maybe we shouldn't do this." (laughs) You're just like and then, shut it down basically <laughs> shut it down and then the press after all the stuff the way that the press is you know shown in this they see that happen but yet well, nobody investigates like, like, anything about they just, it they just they just announced that that the committee decided not to go <laughs> forward and nobody had... no
2: one was like hmm what were these envelopes like
1: no <laughs> well, yeah what was the in all these envelopes that everybody got, and then they took an unscheduled recess yeah. and then came back and said, we're not doing this anymore. We've changed our mind. They like dig into like the weirdest things and then just leave other things just to, to go. Uh, I do think they hit on some interesting ideas and stuff like that. Like the whole episode about coded language and, and stuff like that is all very interesting, but it's all taking place inside of this really hyper world that they've created yeah. that, that, a lot of the stuff that's happening around that is all just so that somebody can make a big speech at some point. In time. It's
0: all about speechifying and and <laughs> And, uh, I, don't
1: and I want I want James Spader to guest star on this. I want Red to show up on this show because he can <laughs> to hold kill his everybody?
0: own no, well
1: <laughs> No, but he can hold his own in a, the speechifying. Could it, can you just see like a, a Red and Rowan like speech off? Like, that would be fantastic.
0: Everything is just so, like, there's such an urgency behind every sentence that everybody says. And it's like, you can't be urgent about everything at all times. Like, take a break. (laughs) But I I understand that's not the show that we're watching. It's called Scandal. It would be boring if they just (laughs) sat around. (laughs) Um, I am interested to see what they're going to do with uh, Portia de Rossi's character. Oh, Yeah. Maybe they're gonna sideline her like Nicholas Diagosto is on uh, Gotham. You're so and sad a... about that. I really am, and I have no strong feelings towards him as a person. I just am really upset. Is this like when they had Keely Sanchez and and that guy as regulars on Lost? <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's like that. Um, I just hope and they had been there all along. <laughs> I guess we, we know that. We... I'm back to Gotham only because. Now I'm talking about it, but <laughs> we at least know that Batman and Harvey Dent become enemies at some point. So at least they're not going to kill him. That's true. Till he becomes Two Face. I... Anyway, spoilers for anybody who doesn't know the Batman world. <laughs> but I mean, if you saw Aaron Eckhart's Two Faces in the ba- whatever the first Batman begins, Batman Begins was, then you know he's Two Face. But back to Scandal. I like Abby. Back with Huck and Quinn. Yeah.
2: Before oh, she, called Huck and Finn. Yeah, before she went to the White <laughs> House. Now she's yeah. not boring.
0: Like there when they were all in the what is it called? The court case or whatever, When they were in front of the grand jury or the senators for impeachment and they were like a united front where they're like, oh, I don't know. It wasn't like that was a good I like them together. She needs to get out of the White House. Like I need her out of there.
1: Yeah. And then well, I the do previous- like that they hired somebody else to To help out because the gladiator pool was getting pretty empty.
0: Yeah, and they were murdering everybody. <laughs> and,
1: and every time they had one of these big cases, you're just like, man, they really are having to – just a couple people are having to like do everything. Right.
0: So, I mean, and then next week it's all about like – her pretending that she didn't run off and not marry him when they were clearly gonna get married i don't know my father escaped no your deranged ex-wife let him out of jail (laughs) i don't know it's just i do like that you kind of never know where it's gonna go it it is very hard to like predict but also is it worth watching to see
2: i don't know i'm sort of like Chugging along, like I watch it, like out of habit.
1: Yeah, it's like you've put in the time yeah. so far. That you I feel like you should stick around. So like many other
2: shows. I don't know. It's just not what it used to be, and I feel like the last, like I don't know, maybe this whole season so far hasn't been about <laughs> any case at all. It's just been about her and Fitz, and I'm so over it. Yeah. Um, so it's just it's not keeping my attention like it used to. So.
1: Yeah, Yeah. at least in the so, one episode, they sort of threw in a case of the, the kid murdering his father and, and stuff. But that was still more about her running away and trying to figure out what to do uh, and everything. And then, yeah, the whole thing about it looked like they had it solved. And then she's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I am. In it. And then it just spins back out of control again. And then they have to bring it back and then something else pops up and it's almost just becoming too much. Yeah. It's yeah. You used to get something, you know, it would work up to something big and now it's just trying to, it's like, it's trying to give you something like every episode. And it's, that's just after a while, that's just too hard to do and, and not be just pulling things out from just (laughs) all of a sudden, just something happens. And the only reason you're surprised is because you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> that's, it's never been <laughs> mentioned or anything, and all of a right. sudden you've put this in there?
0: <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I think it's getting a little... It's not a show that's going to last 12 seasons like Grey's Anatomy. I just don't uh, see it happening. I think they need to start ramping up to kind of where it ends. Yeah. Um, and build towards that, because we. I've seen in the past, with the you know exception for some shows, when you know your ending's two years out or whatever, they can build towards it, and they can really... Focus in and maybe figure out what the heck they are going to do. And my suggestion, scandal, is to close <laughs> up shop.
1: You, you, you don't, you mean you don't see like Melly winning and then the series continuing on, but now Melly's president? That she'd be the worst president. Wouldn't right.
2: She? Well, she's also like a horrible mom because I've seen that baby once in yes. life.
0: <laughs> she's all upset that someone killed her son, but does yeah. she take care of the other kids? No.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like that episode a few weeks ago when they were playing like hide-and-go-seek or something, and you were like, yeah. oh, is this the kid that's still around? Because I forgot, and now <laughs> it's all old, and you're like, what? Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: anyway, so that's Scandal.
2: <laughs>
0: Grim is our next show. Season five – wait, what?
1: Are we – I was just going to say, so we're finally getting to the part of the podcast where we're talking about things that we actually like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, well.
0: Oh, no. What? But- <laughs> No, I like, yeah. I like this show. So we're, it's kind of like we're um, rising up the mountain to where Grimm is like the peak, and then we're going back down. But anyway, Grimm, uh, oh, season no. five, episode one, the Grimm Identity season premiere. I, I mean, I don't know why, but I unapologetically love this show. I love this show. <laughs>
1: this first episode I, back was great.
0: It was so good. And I, I love, it and I, I've said this since the beginning, of like as as more characters started to know what was going on, it just became such a better show, too. Like, And as soon as Wu was involved, it was like, yeah. they're this team now, and I just really love it. And I, I kind of, I don't believe that some characters are gone, just because... I just don't feel like that's going to happen, but it was a really good first episode for the new season. I'd like to see Jon Tolley play this, like, nuts.
1: Yeah, I think they do a really good job of of each season. Here in this show, each season gets a little bit bigger. They're not trying to, like, outdo every episode, trying to outdo the previous one or something. Right. They keep adding in more it's sort of story in in this world and, and they find out about new things. And now there's like this new attack, you know, this new group that to deal with that's coming. And, uh, and so that's, that's interesting. I think the way that they do it, they, they change things up just a little bit each season and build throughout the seasons. And even if you get some sort of investigation each week, you still get a lot of, new ongoing story elements that keep building on each other and i just think they do a really good job on this show of of continually building out the world
0: and when something happens or something goes wrong like when nick lost his grimness they didn't fix it right away and burning down the the what are the trailer and, and not having those books anymore like they're not fixing that right away. And I just love that it's a show that doesn't go right back to the status quo. And actually, like, really rarely, ref- like, becomes what it was. Like, he wasn't a grim anymore, then he got Be was a grim again, but so many things were different. Yeah. Like, I really like that, you know, it's actually a really nuanced show. Well, yeah. Hidden in, like, this Monster of the Week type show.
1: Yeah, the, and the, there's consequences to everything. Yes. Like, him getting having lost the grimness and then getting his grimness back. That sounds so weird to say, <laughs> sure, sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it caused lots of other problems like Juliet becoming oh, right. <laughs> exit right. beast and and basically spinning out of control with with that. And so yeah, everything has actual consequences to what's to what's going on. And they don't do a lot of just sort of that get to a certain point and just sort of hand wave things away. Yeah. They deal with what happens and, you know, continue on from there. And like you said, the stuff with the trailer, that's, that's kind of a big thing because even though it's a few years into it, he's still only a few years into it. It's not Mm -hmm. like he has, it's not like he grew up in it and then would have,
0: I mean, they needed to consult those books every episode. Right. Yeah. It rarely, like
2: a grim or a, a Vesson, rarely repeats itself. So, right. except Monroe, Monroe, I felt like was his own book. He knew that's everything. true. He did know a lot. And, and so, I feel like he's definitely like, if he lost Monroe, like then he'd be like, you, you know, know. Yeah. <laughs> out yeah. of luck. Um, I think, but um, yeah, I don't know. But do we really think Adeline has like really calmed down and is now like this nice person? <laughs> like that's that's a question. Know. That's funny because I always kind of like even when
0: she was working with the royals and even when she was like I don't know like she she's always a character that even though she's evil and has been I do root for her just because a lot of what happened to her was kind of external like her mother was killed and you know she had her baby taken away and and when she was with Nick's mom without really knowing as Nick's mom that that season like. There was a touch of the character there that you're like, okay, this character's cool. I would support her. I would root for her. So I'm hoping that maybe she has settled down. I don't know if they're going to, like... Are they going to try and go Nick Adeline? Like, for real? Like, I... I don't know. Right. But I'm hoping that that she is a character we can root for. Because it also gets old when they keep getting her, like, good... Like, she's better and she's calmed down and she's going to be a normal person. Then she goes crazy again and you have to restart again. So that's the one thing maybe with that character that they kind of keep repeating themselves where she's good and good and good and then I evil hope. and evil, evil, evil,
2: good. So just, I hope like, they don't do that because I feel yeah. like we've played this game before and you can only do it so many times. Exactly. Um, but who knows? I mean, now she'll get a second chance with her baby and actually get to keep this baby, hopefully, this time. I don't know. But I just feel so bad for Nick, you know? I mean, he's just going through so much. But like, like you were saying, they've added in more characters. So it was really nice, I think... Even though, you know, Captain Renard was like, didn't really believe him at first and Hank Mm -hmm. and Wu. But like when they brought that FBI agent to the Spice and Tea Shop, they were all there with him to support him. And I thought that was kind of a nice moment when she was like, they all know. Like it was very, I don't know. It was was moving. (laughs) I agree.
0: I'm glad that he has someone to talk to about it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like when she had the realization that. Wait I'm standing in a room with, with the grim and other Vesson that all know about each other yeah, and, exactly.
2: and they're not they're not at war with yeah, each other they're not, they're not yeah. yeah they're
1: not killing each other off and and stuff but I think i I was sort of disappointed that they killed that character off and they're going to have to you know like they tell Nick to keep the phone so he, right. he's going to get introduced into whatever that that group that's been tracking this new problem uh right. is and with different people but i I kind of but then I guess again it shows that even when you think a new character is there and somebody new is going to be yeah you know added or something there right. stuff stuff happens and
2: uh but the guy who said to keep the phone that's the same guy that was with Adeline like on the run, right I mean it, am I crazy <laughs> uh, no, do they just look I don't know. wait now that I'm thinking about it, um.
1: I don't think so.
2: Okay, cool. Because this thing, this <laughs> seems
1: like a completely separate thing that's going no, on. I
2: think it is. <laughs> no, I. I don't know. I is. have. i about
1: it, I have a lot of trouble with some of that stuff. Where
0: Jason is, Jason doesn't have Ray face blindness, but Jason forgets character <laughs> names most often. Well, not thinking.
1: just character names, but people that show up. Yeah, just a little bit here and there, or something like that, like way back in in some other season, and then they pop back up. And I'm, so a lot of times it takes me if they're if they were just a small part of something. No,
2: he's the one who helped her have the baby. I'm looking it up, and he's been on since 2013. You guys? Oh my god! Wait, what's his name?
1: Okay, his... so maybe it is the same guy. And apparently...
2: Damian he plays Meisner. I'm pretty Meisner. sure. Let me look at his picture because
0: I, <laughs> I, I like can't picture him in my head at all. I just had like a whole like. <laughs> But it would make sense, I would think, if it was someone that she knew that's still around,
1: or if it was somebody from that was part of the—I don't know what the part of the group that was against the royals.
0: When I look at the it would also be
1: yeah. a, a part of this group.
0: According to IMDb, he was in this episode, Damian Puckler. So, yeah. yes, <laughs> there's our <laughs> answer. <Okay. laughs> um, you know, the one thing that I never really loved Trouble. Um I think it was as an actor. I yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say
1: Amy, we know you like trouble.
0: I do like <laughs> I do. But as a character. Was she like plucked from University of Michigan or something? Yeah. Um they found her at the University of Michigan and then suddenly she was like this major character. Yeah. Um I but I I do like that Nick still has someone that is a grim. Yeah. So that's nice, I guess. I don't know. Even though she's what captured her, maybe dying, like everybody else.
1: <laughs> what did you think about the... I guess in this case, you got the black and white scenes were sort of flash forwards in the...
2: Yes.
1: Sort of dream sequencey type of thing. Because cause all that sort of takes place, and then he wakes up, and it's just the next day from right. where the last season ended. And so the stuff that they were showing you in black and white was... Stuff that's ha you know, funerals and things taking place in the future. Right. It was kind of interesting because it was like you were sitting there, I was sitting there watching it going, hey, somebody else thought that going black and white in the opening episode would be a good idea to differentiate, just like The Walking Dead. It's like, except in those, those were flashbacks instead of flash forwards.
0: Do we think that Betsy Tulloch is going to be gone forever?
2: I think so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they needed to create some sort of new story for this season. And I felt like a lot of it, like the whole season was all about her and finding out and learning the truth and being part of the gang. And then, you know, her sort of becoming this hex beast. I don't know how much longer they could have played that out Yeah. Uh, of her. I mean, I don't know. She could have been the new Adeline and just embraced it and. But I, I I don't know, I felt like they, they had dragged it on just enough, um, even though it was sad. But um and I was still kinda surprised at how how even though uh trouble saved Nick by shooting her with arrows, he didn't seem even remotely pissed off or mad in any way. It was very weird the way he like described what had happened to Hank and Wu. I don't know if that was just me or Um, he just, maybe he's too like crazed and running around to even realize what's happened yet. Um, but it was just, it was, it was interesting.
0: It is interesting. It's interesting because I know they're dating in real life and I wonder how that affects their life and if she's still living in Portland. I so so many questions. I don't love him. (laughs) When I met him, he was kind of a, but no, (laughs) um, but I feel like the next year he wasn't. So maybe he was just having a bad day. So hopefully he was having a bad day, but. It's like, and I always bring it back to the Chicago shows because you know me and my Chicago trilogy. Um, it's like when Peter Barnett was like written off of Chicago Fire. I honestly expected it to be a guy that like just left for like two episodes because nothing was written about him leaving. He didn't die, but he just left the show. And he hasn't been back in two seasons, so I'm pretty sure he's gone. <laughs> um, but that's like this. Like you kind of would think that in a show with all this magic that Juliet would come back. Right. But I think you're right. They need something to stick. They need to change that kind of game. Or then the next death has no meaning. Because like Renard didn't get killed when he was quote unquote killed. So right. yeah, I think I'm, I think
2: I'm leaning towards her not coming back. And I'm kind of okay with it. Like she didn't, I don't know. She didn't really bring that much. And <laughs> I feel so bad saying that, but I, I, you know, I, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I am on board with her not returning. <laughs> and not, and actually not I really
2: like her. Yeah, not. no no, seems. I just but I'm yeah. okay with it.
0: <laughs> yes. So we've made peace with Juliet being dead. Yeah. Um, and as long as Rosalie and Monroe stay married and beautiful. Right. Thank God. And adorable. <laughs> then life is okay. Right. So that's Grim Supergirl Season 1, Episode 2, Stronger Together. Yes. Okay, so I, I kind of mentioned when we were talking about Grimm that Grimm was the pinnacle for me, and we were going back down.
1: So you didn't like the second episode of Supergirl, Amory?
0: That's not even necessarily it. Like, the first episode was fine. I saw a lot of people writing about how it was like the second coming of Jesus, and um, <laughs> I don't think I agree with that. It was fine. And Melissa Benoist is an engaging actor, and, and Calista Flockhart's funny. I just... Is first she, episode, Is she? Please, Right. Okay. Okay. So that's the first episode. The second episode, I, I felt like it gelled a little better. Um, I liked that they showed her foibles and her making mistakes and breaking a ship open. And I liked that. Um, and I actually loved Jeremy Jordan and Brooks together. If I could watch just them competing to be like the guy in her life no anybody else around like just their interaction i don't care who she dates just the way that he was like oh i made that suit and i'm meeting a friend i'm meeting a friend she likes to make an entrance and then it's sarah i mean Kara. i just i don't love it it's got potential my nine-year-old cousin told me she set her series recording for it so i'm excited for her i just it's not going to be a show i race to get caught up on or race to watch every week
1: I thought this episode was fantastic, but <laughs> <laughs> what did you think, Claire?
2: I totally agree. I I think the first episode was fun. I thought it was cute. I think it was a little like a lot of hype going on, mm-hmm. um, and I like her a lot. The second episode was a lot more fun and really engaging, and you learned a lot. I I don't know. You know, I was talking to Diane Gordon about this um, earlier, and I couldn't figure out why I don't like. Um, jeremy jordan and i realize it's probably from smash and probably to play it, and i just i feel like that transferred like to him in this show yeah. so it's i like just Ian and uh
0: what's her name jamie ray newman
2: yeah i just don't like him i love macaw brooks like well i i know that there will be like some slow build to right. whatever's gonna happen with that but i like them together and sure all three of them are fun Callista Flockhart is like meh I don't know. I feel like it's very forced, her trying to be this bitchy, f- funny, kooky boss. Right. Um, I, I will I, agree. I don't love her. I also never watched Ally McBeal, so I have no idea. I mean, she's I, – I don't know if she would have been my first pick. But I like she Melissa. She is a you weird know.
0: too. She's got a yeah. weird mouth.
2: Anyway. Yes. Well, that's a fake. That's different. That's because there's something happening in there. But. Right. Um, yes. you know, I think it's going to get better. I, I I like that they made her sort of like have these faults and have to yeah. like, you know, do these small rescues to build up and, you know, have people like her again. Um, you know, I'm not like 100 uh, uh, percent, but I do really like it. I'm enjoying it so far. So we'll see what happens and, and we'll see how it goes. I think uh, I'm just reacting to the hype because a lot of times.
0: Yeah. A show was almost too overhyped for me. And I'm like, did I watch a different show? Because watching, <laughs> yeah. like when I watched the pilot a couple you know, months ago, I didn't hate it by any means. I thought that, like I said, like the characters were were good, solid writing. And, and yeah.
1: I liked that this. The majo- I don't remember seeing that one in the ads, Amory.
0: Well, no, right.
1: <laughs> I didn't I hate did, it. My take <laughs> on TV. I like that
0: the majority of characters are strong women and like her sister is the strong agent. Like, I do like all of that. Yeah. I just, for all of the hype it got, then I was just like, what, what did I miss? Like, what is wrong with me that I'm missing what these people think is the brilliant show Supergirl? Right. But I'm not, not watching it. Like, I will see what a third episode brings to kind of see if it continues to grow. Because, like, I did like the first episode. I enjoyed the second episode better. Yeah. Third episode will either make it or break it for me. And I think that it's on a good like trajectory for me.
1: Well, it sounds like we're all sort of in the same place trajectory-wise. is that <laughs> we like the second episode more than we like the first episode, it's just we're all at a different level of where how much we like right. the first episode.
0: Exactly.
1: To, I I really like the first episode. Yes, there were some some problems, you know, here and there with it and they had to, you know, cram a lot of stuff into the pilot uh to get things going, but I also like that they just sort of got things going. Everybody that was going to know pretty much knew she's in the suit. She's, you know, trying things out. And, you know, this, e- the second episode just sort of built from there
2: Yeah,
1: and added more into, you know, the ongoing story. And I just, I don't know. I just really liked, even though it felt a little fast of going from, Oh, she messed up to, right. Oh, here, she's done a bunch right. of things <laughs> and is sort of, being looked upon by the news as as a help to the city because she's pulling you know fluffy snakes out of trees and stuff <laughs> and, and and things of that nature that cuz that's basically just like a day you know where right she, right and, and and so that kind of stuff felt a little fast except that I kind of liked where they you know where they kind of got to and the the story in you know with her sister I like the that they have this room. I like this room that they can partially poison her so that it evens them out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, this type of stuff uh, for, for training purposes, because I liked a lot of these things. What did you think of the end of the episode reveal that the head of the secret group is not necessarily... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not necessarily human. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I guess they needed to have some sort. I felt like I knew there was something that was going to happen. Like it it felt like there had to be some sort of connection with whatever was going on with all these, you know, bad guys that got off that ship and the connection of the DOA, DEO, whatever that initial group is called. Um but I don't know. I don't think I have any theories yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, you're not quite sure exactly is he one of these other people?
2: Is there, like, a doppelganger of him that can, like, transform into him? I don't know.
1: <laughs> or, you know, like, what, what the deal is there? Like, because it doesn't seem like if he was part of Kara's aunt's group <laughs> that he would have stabbed her right? and told her, you know. <laughs> it seems like she would have already known about Kryptonite as opposed to just learning about it when she gets stabbed with the Kryptonite knife. Right, right. Uh, so it, it seems like, there's something there, but it may be something, you know, completely different. Like, he's some sort of alien being or something like that, but maybe not necessarily part of the Fort Roz escapees or whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. It, it just
1: added in an an extra little thing there at the end. But I just like the arc of the episode and the story that it told of...
0: I certainly like an evil Lara Benanti more than I liked... The Mom mother. Yeah. <laughs> but can like, we talk, can talk about laying up? it on thick? Kara. Like, just like, <laughs> like, like, I guess she has to do it because she has to uh, delineate between her uh, and Astra or whatever the names are. Um, but it was just, I liked her more as the evil. <laughs>
2: But did she always have that weird white blonde strand in her hair, like Rogue X-Men style? Like was that there last week? Am I crazy? I don't remember that being there last week. And as I was watching it this week, I thought to myself,
0: Does she has like a balloon animal on her hair. Like it didn't <laughs> it didn't look like hair. Like I it was... looked like it was a tube or something in her hair. And I was like, What is happening? <laughs> So
2: I'm glad I'm not the only one who noticed that it's suddenly yeah. different. It was like my main concern for the whole episode <laughs> was, what's up with her hair?
0: <laughs> I thought it was very interesting that they had gotten her right away. Like, to be in a second episode where they were, like, already kind of capturing the bad guy, right. that was interesting. But I- I'll give it a third episode. We'll see what happens. We'll
1: see. Yeah, Well, that's the thing I think I like that it. it added in for Kara finding out that she that her aunt is, is still alive right. and was one of these one of the Fort Ross escapees and didn't just keep her like it didn't keep her, you know, in the background sort of running things where nobody knows anything. And so that's the thing I liked about the show is they, they seem to be going along at a pretty good clip, two episodes in of creating the story in the world. I still need a better reason of why they've stayed in the shadows for a decade that's the that's right. the only thing that kind of bothers me is like what have they been doing in the shadows all this time?
2: Like that's uh, a long time. That
1: they're now that <laughs> that you're yeah. just now starting yeah, to is. see them actually show up and cause problems where they've mostly like been in the shadows and stuff like that that uh so yeah, there's I need that's the only thing with the show is I need a better I need a good explanation of what they've been doing and in their planning stages for a decade, you know, right. to,
0: exactly. that they're
1: just now starting to break out into, you're actually seeing more of them and having to deal with more of them and stuff like that on a weekly basis. But uh, it was, it was my favorite of the new fall pilots and it's still my favorite. Granted, this is a week <laughs> overall weak. Uh, and, and, and network wise. I'm also, that's network wise, because if you count fall series like things like Man in the High Castle or Jessica Jones or other things that have premiered on streaming services and stuff like that
0: mm-hmm.
1: or even maybe some cable stuff There's that's a but a much bigger field but just stuff that came to the networks that was my favorite network pilot and I like the second episode even more and I'm really looking forward to the next week it's on my list of shows that I'll try and watch before I leave for work <laughs> So, along with Flash and Arrow and...
0: Yeah, for me, it was not my favorite news show. Network-wise, I guess, obviously, it's... I don't know that I had a favorite, but overall, obviously, we know how much I love casual. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's all I talk about. Anyway... Yeah,
1: she's not just a casual observer of the show.
0: I bring it up in conversation at least seven times a day. (laughs) Uh, So now we're going to talk a little reality... The Amazing Race, to be fair, this week, I did not fast forward through the episode. However, I did not pay attention to it either. So I don't like really many. I mean, they're just, they're fine. They're just not doing very exciting things. It was the second week in a row that like the leg just kept continuing. And it was like, they haven't had a non-elimination leg yet. They're trying to change it up, but in changing it up, they've made it more boring. So I feel like it's it's continuing its downward trajectory that maybe next season, because I'm sure it's going to be renewed. If it hasn't already been, I just don't know that I'll commit next year. America's Next Top Model, did I watch it this week? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Because I forgot for a moment that two weeks ago it was a clip show and I was pissed when I turned it on. Because America's Next Top Model is one of my favorite things to watch during the week because it's just insane and I don't need to pay too much attention. And I am happy that Who Stayed Stayed, Laurel, I think is her name, maybe? That might not be right. But I do like Niall. He's the guy who's deaf and beautiful. So hopefully he wins. In this final season of America's Top Model. America's Next Top Model. America's Last Top Model, I guess. Um, I hope Niall wins. Project Runway, I hope Kelly from the Deli wins. We haven't seen any or much of the collections. Uh, obviously, anybody watching Project Runway knew that if Tim Gunn hadn't used to save up until this point, the only reason the judges let Edmund go was because they knew Tim Gunn would save him and they would have four people in the finale you don't just spring on Bryant Park oh by the way we need another hour for another show like they had a plan the whole time and then Survivor I was crying two episodes in two minutes into the episode because Terry was woken up in the middle of the night by Jeff Probst coming to say your son's in the hospital and the doctor and your wife think it's time for you to come home like he was on his deathbed And here I am crying two minutes into the episode because I'm just imagining what Terry's going through in the middle of the jungle as his son is dying. But his son got a heart transplant, so it all worked out. I mean, he still has health issues, but he didn't die. And I want Abby gone so bad, it hurts. It hurts my insides how much I want her gone. But that's reality for the week. That's what I was watching. Are there any other reality shows on right now? Like, competition reality. I don't really watch anything that's not a competition reality. Top Chef starts in December. I'll watch that.
1: Not yet. When does uh, you got? Uh,
0: oh, Master, Master Chef, Chef, Chef Junior, Junior coming soon. God, I love that show, but I hate Christina Tosi, so I'm torn. And of course, I'll try Project Runway Junior, but I don't know how long they'll last on that. TV recommendations throughout this whole thing, I still didn't think of one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I do like Aziz Ansari's new show, so maybe I can recommend Master of None. Is it called Master of None? Masters of None. Master. I don't know. Master it is. of None. Master of None. I do like it. I think it's interesting. I think it's different than what people think it's going to be, and I love that about it. So maybe I'll recommend that. That drops, as the kids say, this Friday, the sixth. Oh, here's a TV recommendation. Send me your questions, people, for the casts of Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and Chicago Med. Because I, I seriously am going to see them. I'm not just stalking them when I'm in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I will be in front of them is, repeatedly all day on Monday. So, so what you're your saying is,
1: is a legit set visit, not just it's stalking Chicago I area. To, if it
0: happened upon it, I will be there on purpose. Uh, so Amber with her
1: little binoculars behind a fence hey, across the street.
0: Cut. Kurt stumbles on things in Chicago and they just let him in. Um, So Kurt and I I will be reunited this weekend. Everybody um, who enjoys a Kurt and Amory fiasco, we will be reunited. He keeps making jokes like, are you sure you don't need to stay here when I am staying there? So hopefully when I get there, he lets me sleep there. So that's my recommendation, I guess, is for you to send me questions. <laughs> <Do you> recommend- <laughs> because we can't have all my questions to all the like the questions I have written for Patty Fluger, Jesse Sofer, and um, the guy who plays Mouse right now are, will you marry me? So
2: I need different ones <laughs> than that. Well, Chicago Med premieres soon, later this month, right? Yeah, yes, um, yes, I will be at a, their premiere party
0: on Monday oh. night. With the cast of Chicago Med, and my other questions include: Will you marry me for Colin Donnell and and Nick Gelfis? So there's a lot going on. I'm going to try and come on with five husbands. We'll see what happens,
2: and have your own reality show. Yeah, exactly, and Kurt will guest star, and it'll
0: be a huge hit. Anyway, Rosie will be there too. I don't know who else is coming, but I know that Rosie and Kurt and I will be reunited for the first time in three years, and it's going to be amazing. I hope that the cast of the shows don't mind that we're just going to get together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe can they'll you, have some questions for you. excuse
0: you. me, Sophia Bush? We have to catch up. I'm using a lot of hand gestures that nobody can see. <laughs> anyway. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Once again, the video version of this would be outstanding. <laughs> it really,
0: yeah, it's great. Um, I'm covered in dog hair and I'm waving frantically. Um, that's my recommendation. Jason, what's yours? You still have question marks here, so I don't know if you <laughs> <Yeah>. have to.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to... Same with you. I hadn't really come up with something. I mean, I mentioned The Man in the High Castle last week. I really liked the first two episodes of that, so I'm looking forward to that on the 20th on Amazon Prime. Master of None, which comes out this Friday.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: It took a few episodes, but it kind of grew on me. Okay. While I didn't always find it all that funny, I did enjoy some of the stories that they were telling and, and and his perspective on things. And I'll just say... If you want to hear more about what I thought about that show, you can go to T V slash preview slash master of none and you can hear my preview of of that show, what it's all about and who's all on it and what I did like about the show. Featuring
0: Aziz Ansar's real parents, which I think is amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I don't I don't know, at the end I guess lastly I did mention this beforehand, I guess sort of a reverse <laughs> recommendation <laughs> is that Agent X premieres this Sunday following the librarians and Uh, while the librarians is goofy fun and it knows that it's goofy fun agent x is sort of goofy fun but it has no idea (laughs) that it is goofy fun (laughs) and so if you like i don't know scorpion and things like that that uh, are unintentionally funny uh, because they're playing it totally seriously for the most part and Mm. it just some of the worst dialogue and stuff like that then it's it's like train wreck TV. It's a train wreck TV recommendation. Like when you, you're watching it and you just sort of can't believe that the cast that they have on the show is saying these things and doing these things. Oh, uh, it's so, it's so bizarre. I mean, you've, you've got Sharon Stone and James Earl Jones and uh, I
0: didn't know James Earl Jones was in it.
1: You know, John Shea and Jamie Sheridan and all these people that you've seen in do good work in, in other shows. Have been in TV for a long time, or you know, movies or what have you, and and then the dialogue. Jeff Hefner,
0: yeah. love Jeff Hefner.
1: He's good in the the action. I'll give him that. The action sequences are good, but the dialogue and the the stuff is it's cringingly bad. And nice. You can't believe that, like Gerald McRaney. He, you don't even believe that he believes what's happening in some of these scenes. You
0: know what I would watch? I'd watch a reboot of Major Dad in a heartbeat. <laughs> Just thinking about that. Like,
1: like if it was now like Major Granddad or something.
0: Oh my god! I'd watch that so fast, you guys. So good. <laughs> But anyway, Claire has an actual TV show she's going to watch that's made two of them that are her re- recommendations. That she I,
2: I do. I'm uh, super pumped for The Royals on E! to come back uh, November 15th. It was just so silly, fun, filled with ridiculous drama. I just loved it so much. I mean, Elizabeth Hurley, like, I feel like you can't really go wrong with that. Yeah. Um, And it was just crazy over-the-top drama and, like, she just played that role to perfection. Like, it was just, it's just, it's just a silly, fun show, very gossip girl esque um, from the same creator. So, I totally recommend it. Um, the first season is on Amazon Prime, actually. So, you can catch up before. And, and it, it is, is worth it to get caught up. Like, it's, oh, oh, yeah. It's an insane show. And I
0: love that dude from, uh, the Chronicles of Narnia so much.
2: Oh my god, same. It's adorable. Um and the girl who plays her daughter, Alexander Park, like legit looks like she is her daughter. Yeah. I mean it's 100%. like hundred percent. Um it's just it's just a fun show and I totally recommend catching up. I, I think I like binge watch the whole thing, um, even after I saw it while it was on air. So <laughs> <laughs> um you could do that. So you could say I like that show, I guess. And then what else? What were we talking about? I feel like I had another one. You oh, Jessica Jones. Good yeah. yeah. Is coming out uh, November 20th. So, you know, and that trailer looked just so kick-ass and awesome. Um, I think that'll be a really fun show. Tra- I think that's definitely, you know, like, I feel like with um, – when Orange is the New Black and House of Cards like first came out, I was like the first one. I was like, all right, it's four o'clock. I'm done with work on Friday. And I watched the whole thing and like didn't shower or change clothes. I just watched that whole thing. And then I hadn't really felt that same way with the last couple seasons. But with this, I feel like it'll sort of be that same sort of feeling yeah. as I did when at first. And and with Daredevil, like that was phenomenal. Like that was one of the best shows last year, I think. So or was it this year, just in the spring, and time is just All Time is running together. I have no concept of time. Yeah, it was so sort con- of
1: last, technically, like, sort of last TV season, sort yeah. of. So, but- Still
2: in this year. Um, but yeah, no, I totally feel like it'll be on that same level, and that was just such a phenomenal show and so well done. Um, so I'm hoping that Chuck- Jessica Jones will be the same, so... Those are sort of my two new shows that I can't wait to see.
1: Yeah, November 20th that There's a lot. That that weekend <laughs> sort of just yeah. going to be like huddled in the TV bunker. It's the <laughs> weekend
0: know? before Thanksgiving, so a lot of people will have like a 4-day weekend after. Yeah. that they can at least not leave their room on Thanksgiving. Be like, sorry, mom, I'm watching all my shows. I can't help you make turkey
2: or whatever. It's my birthday weekend, so I'll definitely be like, peace out, everybody. I'll celebrate in a couple yeah. of days. <laughs> yep. See you soon. I gotta watch some TV. I'm very.
1: <laughs> Is it twelve episodes? Is that what they Which did one? with Daredevil? Twelve episodes.
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: So you, it's it's twelve episodes of Jessica Jones and ten episodes of The Man in the High Castle, all premiering as of like midnight. You know, the, on the 20th. So that weekend, I just picture myself watching 20 hours of TV over, like, the yep. next three days. Yep. Well, 20 hours. Since I've seen the first two, I don't think I'll watch <laughs> the first two of Man <laughs> I <the> Castle again <laughs> to get into oh. it. But
0: <laughs> I mean, it's funny binge-watching because it's like, they're not going to go away, but yeah. it also feels <laughs> like I need to get them done all right
1: now. Well, it does because there's still other shows that when they drop the whole thing if you don't if I don't watch it now I'm like two seasons behind on it Right, like I right. never That's get true. around to it because like, when the next one comes around I'm just like oh well I need to watch the first season and so yeah it's if I have any interest in it like I did with Daredevil like I watched that over the first over the first weekend
0: I watched casual in four hours see I told you I mentioned it <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah you know that that type of thing when you have
0: i watched casual like four hours a month before it premiered and it's still airing like only episode six was this week and i'm just like (laughs) i watched it all and i want it now i want season two right now (laughs) anyway
1: well that's the other thing that happens when you binge something is you literally have to wait another year (laughs) before (laughs) you get any more episodes of the show 364
0: days until my next show (laughs) so that's our show for the night you guys outro you can find links to our recommendations in the news stories we talked about as well as where you can find Claire online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 297 next week Jason will be joined by Andrea Towers from ew.com okay I'm going to restate the sentence next week Jason and Kyle will be joined by Andrea Towers we keep trying to make Kyle like just a guest <laughs> star he's basically the fourth person <laughs> so Jason and Kyle will be joined by Andrea from ew.com you all know Andrea we love her Claire, thank you for joining us.
2: It was a blast. Thank you for having me. I had a really fun time. (laughs) uh,
0: We will talk soon. And I'm going to go put my dog outside because she's been laying on my leg and it's now asleep (laughs) and she keeps crying. (laughs) Um, She's a little brat, but she runs my life.
1: Well, they say that owners... That dogs are like their owners? Is (laughs) that what you're about? Yes, that's where (laughs) I was headed.
0: Admittedly, she and I are very much alike. We're incredibly needy. We treat each other kind of sometimes. But she's my best friend. Oh, Hannah. She's looking at me like, I don't care about this. I just want to go
1: outside.
0: Anyway, everyone have a good night. (laughs) On that note, enjoy their evening. Happy Monday. Send me those Chicago questions. I mean, not just about Chicago, about the cast of Chicago. (laughs) Fire, Petey, and Med. And yes, I will ask Oliver Platt what it's like to work with on the set with Kiefer Sutherland and Charlie Sheen at the height of their drug and alcohol careers. Anyway, have a good night.